Dead. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I see you. Okay. Who's doing this? All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Jeff's going to sit there and just say, all right, okay, a whole bunch because he's from Oklahoma. Welcome to the Hit Factor. Uh, <laughs> we are back with the whole crew tonight. Uh, Jeff, we got Jeff from Oklahoma. We got Boomer from Deep Woods, Arkansas, somewhere. And we got Sasquatch from Land of the Barbecue. Although I'm pretty sure Texas has better barbecue than than Kansas City. Oh, oh, don't even start that. People from Kansas City, they think they got good barbecue, but <laughs> they really don't. They really, they really don't. don't. Texas People from Kansas City know we have the best barbecue, and everybody else is always comparing their barbecue to ours. I actually it's, think Memphis has got better barbecue than Kansas City. Well, except you would be people wrong. in Texas, and then Texas is still better. So, and you've got myself, Jeremy Reed from Texas, and uh, so we all just finished. As seems like every podcast, but we all just finished shooting Area Three, and we've got three champions on the show and one loser. So Jeff has Jeff won single stack. Jason won carry optics. It was pretty lucky, but he he won. Uh, <laughs> and we've got and Sasquatch is the Area Three production champion. And I was fourth place. Fourth place. He's still the best production shooter in Area Three, so he's still a champion. Um, no. And I got nothing. Uh, so Jason, actually, Jason actually shot really, really well, and it was quite a, an impressive performance. How'd you feel about your area three, Jason? Felt oh, pretty good about it. <laughs> that's, that's all he's got. He felt good. All right. Uh, hell yeah. I mean, I was. I mean, seriously. It's, I mean, it's a big match. Um, I was really excited to win it. Um, you know, just it's pretty. It's pretty cool, man. I mean. To be an area area champion, is this your an first area, level area match. match to win? It is my first area match to win. Yeah, that's pretty cool. My, so, yeah, it's my second area match to shoot, but it's my first one to win. Dang, that's baller! You're like Colin Morikawa that won his second. I don't know if y'all pay. Probably nobody here pays attention to golf, but guy just won a major championship and is this second one to ever play. I actually, now I think about, it, I think it might be my third one, but still. Oh, so now you're fudging. Okay. Yeah, now I'm fudging. So, so. but. But you, this is so. Then this is your first area three as well. Yep. Okay. So from a first time, first time shooter, never experienced area three before. What is your impressions of area three? I uh, well, I think it's 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 going to be jaded by the fact that I won. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be kind of hard to like. I hate that match. And if, from what I understand, it was a lot tamer than uh, the the normal match they have. So overall, um, I enjoyed the match, liked the match. Uh, I actually did like a lot of the stages. Um, there was two stages, two stages that I didn't like, and then some other things in a couple uh, or one or two stages that I didn't like. Three stages I didn't like, and then a separate stage that I actually did like, but uh, didn't like one thing about that stage. So I mean, but overall. I actually thought the stages were pretty good. The two by four stage was not, I was not a fan. And then the, so uh, what he's talking about there is there was a stage where they had a two by four turned on edge. So you had an inch and a half and that was your shooting area. 
And so you had to shoot 16 rounds balancing on that some way, somehow with the unloaded gun and a mandatory reload in the middle of it. That doesn't test shooting. That tests how well you can balance on a two by four on its edge. Yeah. And, and if you, um, happen to fall off of it, you just now lost, you know, you just took a significant hit for no other reason that you're not very normal or used to standing on the edge of a two by four, because you know, why would you be? So I, I thought that, I thought that was, I know that's the flavor of their match. They do those things, but, um, that part I hated about it. And then the, they had, a um, this stage was a raise on a raised platform and it had a wooden H that was for the, um, the range, I guess Hornady built that range and you basically had to shoot underneath the H unless you were taller than six feet. And then like Jared, you had to like pretty much just kind of squat down as low as you could or shoot through the H part, the lower, the middle of the H part. And so if you were tall, you got screwed twice on it because it just made it more awkward. Yeah. And so that, that stage, um, that's a that's a club match or a side stage at another match. It's not a um, it's not a area level match. Our stage, excuse me, has no yeah. business in an area level match. I agree with that. So, so how did you feel about? Uh, I mean, coming in the match, like there's a ton of distractions and stuff like that. I mean, just like that's kind of that's kind of what the match is. Basically, there's a bunch of distractions, and then you got to figure out a way to get past those and shoot. So how well do you feel like you handled handled that, or did you learn anything from the match like that you need to work on? Um, I mean, well, yeah, obviously, I need to. After every match, I think I take something away from it. Um, to be honest with you, I, I set that aside. I basically I wasn't going to this match until literally one hour before I left Friday morning. Um, I, I had I was having to cancel the match. I was talking to the staff, and I was in the process of canceling the match. Um, and I, I thought I was going to have COVID. I got my results back at 8 o'clock on Friday morning, and they were negative. So I called the guy that I was riding with and said, hey. he said, I said, I'm going if you haven't left yet. And he said, no, I'll be at your house in an hour. And he literally did. So I literally threw my – because up until like Wednesday night, I had decided I wasn't going. So I didn't pack anything. But before that, that week and, and then on the way up there, I basically told myself, you know this is going to be gimmick – there's going to be something. It's just going to be a bunch of stuff. Try not to let that piss you off. Just accept it. Um, everybody else has got to deal with it. Um, be mad about it later. Be annoyed by it later. And and that's what I did on everything that, that I thought was a little silly, which was, again, was only that that stage. Um, and then the prone, there was a prone stage that, you know, on a raised platform that you had to shoot the entire uh, array or the entire stage prone. And... I thought that one, I, I didn't mind the prone part, but I didn't like that the whole stage was prone. And then I didn't, it just, I don't know, didn't, wasn't, wasn't a good one for me either. But uh, I, I actually shot it okay, but uh, I didn't like that. Interesting. It wasn't interesting. Um, and then uh, the only thing, other thing I thought, I think this is pretty much typical of everybody I've heard talk about this already was um, the memory stage. You know, yeah, I'm not, a, I don't think they, it's it, it boils down to who can memorize the stage, um, and that's it. And I, that's the purpose of it, I guess. That's the first memory, true memory stage I think I've ever shot. Um, and then the only other thing I probably didn't like, well, stage-wise, the only other thing I didn't like, specific to a stage, was the double uh, clamshell stage. 
or that 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 part of that stage. I actually like that stage for the most part, except for that part. Um, I noticed in watching videos and then watching my videos that thing didn't activate the same speed for everybody the entire match, which no. is kind of common of stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. and it was significant. And um, by the time yeah. I shot it, it was it was fat. It was way faster than anybody's video I've seen. And if you were short like me, um, you didn't get near the target presentation that a guy like Jared would have gotten. I felt, and and so that's that's the only thing specific to a stage I didn't like for the most part. And then I'll say one last thing, then I'll quit talking. Um, my whole thing on this match, it seemed like a theme for this match. And let me let me start out. Let me let me go ahead and say real quick: the staff was great. The match ran well. Everybody was nice. Um, so I don't have any complaints other than this is not my flavor of stuff, but, um, it felt like the match was designed to basically get you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Oh, we're going to get you. Like, we're going to yeah. get you here. We're going to get you there. Um, we're going to get you. We want you to get penalized. There was, I didn't think there was any 180 traps that this one, uh, I've heard that was a, an issue before. Uh, I mean, there was a c couple cases where you definitely could have broke the 180, and they had ROs looking, but you should have. That was stuff that you can see. Uh, it wasn't where you could shoot a target and be breaking the 180. You would have had to come around a corner and start aiming too early and not be uh, aware of where your muzzle was, essentially. But yeah. this match was this match was designed. The things were designed to get you. That that double max uh, that double clamshell was is if you didn't get the timing down and you wanted to take more shots, there was ropes to pull the cl the uh, clamshell open, but they reversed them. So the the right one they ran the rope over to the left side of where it was sitting, and then they they did it to, did that to the vice versa to the other one, which was just designed to screw you. And yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, just make them disappearing targets, and all of a sudden that stage becomes a lot cooler. That stage became a lot cooler. If they're disappearing, yeah. So, uh, so the memory stage uh, sounds like uh, Jared and Jeff had uh, really, really enjoyed that stage, huh? No, I, <laughs> I am personally not a fan of memory stages. But, uh, I mean, realistically, for my first stage in the match, I shot it okay. I, I hit the edge of one of the steel no-shoots, which... Paper target, it would have punched on through. Steel target deflected the shot, so I had a mic no shoot from that. But I mean, the outside of Nils blowing it out of the water, my time was okay. When you had the fact that that was your my first stage of the match, like I was not upset with it. I just the stage was not enjoyable. The entire thought process of that stage is all right. Figure out where everything is, make sure you hit everything, and like really no no caring about time or anything else. Just like make sure you don't lose too many points on it. Yeah, I would have liked if that had been my first stage of the match. That would have been a good... Honestly, that would have been a good first stage. Like, get it done. As it was, yeah. that was Jeff's <laughs> and our last stage of the match. And uh, there was a lot oh, of pressure in that because we were basically... Well, we find out... Well, we can get into this later, but Jeff Jeff sabotaged me and he told me a wrong score. <laughs> so I thought I was losing going to the last stage of the match. So I decided to push real hard. And I was actually winning in the last stage of the match, but... Anyway, there was that, and it was the memory stage was our last stage, and so that there was a lot of pressure riding on on executing that memory stage, and I would say that was probably the most difficult stage of the match, uh, just because basically it was 16, 16 targets or what I, I'm guessing twenty. I never stepped it off, but I'm guessing right at about twenty yards is where pretty much all the targets were at. 
Oh, I think most of them are probably more like 15. They were past 15. Oh. And those corner ones were probably like... The corner they, ones were further, they, yeah. Oh, they felt 50. Yeah, the corner ones were... Yeah. That was a tough one. Those were 20. So, so my thoughts on the memory stage is, one, that is... Uh, a lot trying to figure it out like that that's the worst one i've ever seen and if if you if you showed up for the five minutes and somebody told you a plan you could not have figured it out in five minutes no no and trying to walk it like you couldn't get like like that on the stage gave you the plan yeah if you did not come and look at that stage for Jeff and I, heck, we went to it three separate times. I don't know how much time we spent on that stage, Jeff. An hour at least, hour and a half. Yeah, it gave me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> that stage did. So the 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 day before, like just walking it, about the only thing I could do is figure out where everything is and make a plan, and to actually like get a walkthrough on it, I had to show up super early the day before before anyone got on the stage, just so I could actually walk through it. Because yep. every time I went by it, there was always a crowd on it. Because it's stupid and everybody's like, oh, I've got to figure out where everything is on here. You can't. It's it's not entertaining. It's not fun. It's just stupid. Yeah, it just doesn't. It didn't really add anything to the shooting, really. Um, and so I, I would like to see less of that personally. Mm. So, uh, Jared, how did you, you feel about about your match? I mean, overall, the the stages that were kind of normal stages, I felt like I shot them pretty solid. I had a few, had a few that were were really good. I had a couple that were I shot them okay, but I had like little errors in them that they cost me some time. So the overall wasn't great on them, but like most of the shooting was pretty good, except for a specific set of errors on one stage, a few makeup shots on a mini popper or something. The the real gimmicky stuff of the of the two by four, like that one cost me a lot of match points as well as the the elevated prone platform. And like for me, the elevated prone prone platform, I just didn't really see a good way for me to shoot it any faster. I didn't have a bunch of makeup shots, but that that one was pretty tough for me. Uh, and then that that one with the two by four and the H, uh, essentially. I couldn't I couldn't get low enough and balance on the board to shoot under it. So the what I decided was the best option for me was grab the rope and shoot a strong hand because I had to shoot through the H. Uh, Basically your time. Yeah, but it was it was either it was either take the the guarantee know what I could do, or if I'd have been trying to balance on there, I would have came off of it a couple times. And as soon as you step off that once or twice, like you've lost more time and you're giving up hits by not being stable when you're shooting. Yeah, I know that stage was there was a guy that's shooting PCC. I think he's like six seven. I saw him shooting that's like, oh my gosh. Like that's that's just I think ridiculous. that was on my squad. Oh, was it? Because we had a guy that is that tall on my squad shooting PCC and it was it was just it was awful for him. Yeah. <laughs> but like the the I mean the best way I could describe to you like that prone stage. Like me having to shoot through that prone stage, that for a guy that's, you know, pretty average height, like six foot or something. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it's a big difference. 
that's the equivalent of me putting like five and a half foot ports on a stage and being like, no, you got to figure out how to shoot it. You don't get a st- you don't get a stool or anything. Like it's it's not entertaining. It's stupid. Like if you want to add prone to a match, put a prone position in the match. Don't don't make a stage that's all prone because all you're doing is adding a bunch of wasted time that has nothing to do with shooting. Yeah, that's been prone for well, twenty eight rounds of prone. There were four targets that standing or sitting or something like that. You didn't have to go prone for, but twenty eight rounds of prone is, I don't know, a little boring. Uh, just kind of get down, shoot eight targets, get back, get down, shoot four, or four targets, eight rounds, get back up, shoot eight rounds. Uh, but. <clears throat> You know, on the, on the same token, though, since we're, like, talking about the bad, though, there was a couple stages that I thought were pretty interesting. Uh, that, that one that was V-shaped where you started at the back, uh, that one was, was fairly good. You had some you had some close, fast shooting and then some stuff where you're, like, skipping over targets and shooting targets, as well as something we just don't really see was that tall target in the back that was about halfway up the berm. Yeah, that was crazy. So that was that was kind of cool. We just you don't see that. You don't see a target up at like I don't know. It's probably ten, maybe twelve feet high. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was kind of interesting aiming up, for sure. Yeah. That was and that you know that's kind of that's kind of area three. Like I always enjoyed enjoy. There's been a couple years that they haven't been that good, but like actually shooting at like a legit forty five yards. Um. Like you don't see that very often, and then you've got to make a big movement. Jeff and I ran all the way up. Uh, it was kind yeah, that, of the that, guaranteed. That stage, that stage was pretty. The stage on on Bay One, the, that's always like a forty-five yard movement stage or shooting stage. It was a good stage this year. Um, it, it wasn't like stupid crazy or anything. If you if you chose to take the steal from the back, it was only. It was only uh, four rounds in that in each position on the corner, so it wasn't like going to catch all the low cap guys by putting like an eight round array and a mini popper in, like forty yards or something. Yeah. So it it was good, and then it had some close fast shooting in the middle, and and it had those low targets at the end that you had to run up to, which uh, I saw in some of the ROs on that stage. I guess those were uh, catching some open guys; they weren't getting their guns over the barrel. Oof. So they're dot they're dots on the the dots on the target, but they're shooting into the barrel. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a good stage. Um, you know, there was there were some other that's thing. I mean, that's to me that's the thing about area three is like there's gonna be some really good stages and there's gonna be some really just head scratching. But I mean, like, sure. what were they thinking stages? Like, <laughs> sure, was Jeremy's drunk. <laughs> Sherman's been the area three director for a while, and and while clearly, I think we all kind of have a a very different view on what makes a good match. You know, at the end of the day, he he run he runs the match well and gets it all set up and everything. But I think we have very different opinions on what the flavor of a match should be. But there's probably a whole lot of like C class and B class guys that don't shoot very many majors that show up to that, and they just think it's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah, I've not heard from any of those people. I don't know. Um, I, like I've never, <laughs> I've never heard. I haven't heard that, but I'm, I'm sure they are out there. Uh, so, is Jeff still with us? He's not on my screen, but that doesn't mean that could just be my internet. Yeah, Jeff's still here. Yeah, I think he's you're having not, internet issues. He's just thinking about how he beat you. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so Jeff, Jeff tell us how uh, glorious we, it was. So glorious. It was so yeah. glorious. Tell, tell us what the ride back after beating Jeremy was like. Because it was like five hours, right? Six hours, maybe? Yeah. Like Did he make hours. excuses the whole time? <laughs> no. No, he didn't. He's a good sport about it. Did he sit in silence good. of his defeat? It might have been better if he was a poor sport about it. Did did he did uh, Reed Pistol Smithing pick you up as a pro shooter now? <laughs> I might have to. Did you have your plaque in the front of the uh, in in the on the wind on the window where he could see it the whole time? <laughs> no, I don't did know where put, it was. Did you put it in the back seat so that every time he looked at the rearview mirror, he saw it? Yes, that's where it was. <laughs> Jeff, were you actually disappointed that I was that I was not a worse sport about it? No, no, it, it would have been, it would have been awkward if you were a bad sport about it. That would have been a little awkward for me. I I would have loved it though if you'd have like stopped in the middle of the road somewhere and just like threw his plaque out or threw him out. <laughs> no, I didn't think about that. But that would have been. That would have been a good idea. Or, or whenever he goes in to get, like, whenever he goes to the gas station, just set his plaque in the parking spot and drive off. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been. That would have been. I wish good. I had thought of that. That would have been a pretty good idea. Like, I, no, I brought, I bought Jeff a, I'm a Dairy Queen. Yeah. He, yeah. He bought me no, ice cream. It was a terrible dairy. Yeah. I bought him ice cream. It was Jeff's major goal for the season was to beat me, so he accomplished so, it. That was one of them. So, yeah. Jeff, what is your what is your plan to carry this momentum through nationals and crush Jeremy at nationals? Yeah, I mean that nationals is like the ultimate test, right? So you just all well, do the same thing, beat beat as many people as possible. But you know, I've talked about it before. It being like that's kind of how I motivate. It's not like pick people to to try and beat like I don't by any means think okay I've beaten Jeremy who next because there's a very good chance the next match that I shoot with Jeremy he will beat me again so so you're kind of going for like the best out of three like you know you got to beat him two times in a row before he no longer exists (laughs) maybe maybe like three times in a row and then I can be like who's Jeremy (laughs) <laughs> you can already do that man <laughs> no it was it was good you know every, everybody's coming to a match and under different circumstances and different stuff happens at matches but it still felt good to win regardless of everything everything that now, was going on there so how how far out is your guys's nationals it's like a month from now a little less than little, a month yeah like a couple of days, less than a month. Yeah. I think me, I think me and Boomer have what two months. Yeah. I want to talk about the match a little bit, though. Yeah, let's hear it. What do you think? I want to hear what what you thought. Yeah. So, um, I mean, everybody knows what Area Three is. This was my first time shooting it. Um, I pretty much liked it. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want. Of course you did. <laughs> I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't want every match to be like that. That would suck. Uh, but it being different than everything else, I liked. Like, it, it was gimmicky. It was very difficult uh, in a lot of ways. 
but I liked it. I thought it was a great match. Like the prone stage, I thought that was super interesting. I've never shot a, like basically a whole stage prone with a swinger. Like that was interesting to me. You're Not, stupid. Like yes. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that all the time. Uh but that that was interesting. Like show up how is that not a test of skill to see who can shoot a whole stage prone the best with a swinger? How about we just make the a position with the swinger the like one prone position and the rest of the stage is a normal stage? How is that how is that any less stupid? Because think of it this way, for like me, all all that prone getting up and down, like I mean I'm reasonably fit and it is definitely a handicap to me over a guy your size. Severely. Reasonably fit. It's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I would be considered reasonably fit. <laughs> no, I thought that stage was very interesting. So so if I, I'll jump on that real quick. I actually thought the prone, all prone was kind of interesting. I just didn't like the way you had to do the prone on the elevated platform and shoot through such a small window. I could see an all prone stage being okay, but like like Jared's saying, it was a little bit harder for him. His his legs were hanging off a lot more. That's the thing we didn't talk about. There was some gray area that if your legs hung off and you were supporting your lower body, if you basically if you touched the ground, you would have gotten a, a procedural purr, or if you would have touched like yeah. so, you had to be hanging off that off the back. Like so, basically, what most people did was they basically took it their belt line and they laid down and then. They were kind of in the seated position, but then laying on their belly, and their knees just hung off. But if you supported your feet or anything off of that platform, you got a per shot procedural. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can play the card that. Yeah, I'm 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 bigger and taller, and so it was more difficult for me. But, I mean, there's other stages where that can be an advantage. So. I don't. I don't know. I don't really see that argument. Yeah, maybe, maybe like the H stage. That was a the two by four stage, right? That would have been an advantage too. Yeah, well, like Jason was saying, is that the, that other stage that the, he was the, short? He was shorter, so yeah. he the, didn't get as much exposure on that target. The point is, is that that stage made it about something other than shooting, and that is something that like I have no control over. I cannot make myself shorter so that I can fit on the platform better. I, I think those are stupid arguments. Because half the, half the sport is not about shooting. Half the sport is just about moving. Um, I don't know. Yes. I don't and, see and it. You, and you don't... In moving... You have a deal being a little bit bigger or taller. Sometimes it's an advantage, sometimes it's a disadvantage. But it's not something that's like clear cut of trying to get up off of a, a platform where my entire lower body's hanging off or I have to lay out sideways and shoot through it. My arms are sticking through the window or I'm hanging farther back. Like, it, there's a lot going on there that has nothing to do with the shooting. I think y'all are I, picky. I, I just disagree. We're, we're what? I, I think y'all are picky. I just disagree with, like, everything. Well, that's pretty much par for the course with all of us. You always disagree. <laughs> so, 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 Jeff... If if I gave you a stage that had ports at five and a half feet tall and made you shoot through them, would you not feel like that was dumb and had no value to you? Would that not be a negative to you? Five and a half feet tall? That'd be yeah. freaking perfect. It'd be, like, port, it'd be like chin level. Five and a half feet. 
Yeah, that's like where my gun is. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. I just feel like Jeff's feeling oh. really brave because he's not actually in Kansas City to tell Sasquatch Sasquatch. I don't feel like <laughs> this is in person. He would it'd be like talking to Chewbacca. Like he's not gonna he's not gonna say it like that. I know. I, I mean, I like just, I don't I don't I, disagree I with Jeff. Shot, I've never um, shot a stage where I'm just like, this is so stupid. Like I don't see a freaking point. It's like I'm here. This is a really weird situation where I have to shoot a pistol, but that's what this game is. So let's do it. I would I would argue that there is no valid reason to ever grow prone, especially with a pistol. What? I mean, there's no valid reason to move with a pistol or take a knee with a pistol. What? I don't I don't get that logic. Yeah, I would. I disagree. I disagree with you there, Jared. Uh, as far as like having low ports. Uh, or, or prone ports. I, I mean, I think that does that. There is a certain amount of physicality to this sport. Um, otherwise, go shoot bullseye. Um, there is a certain amount of physicality that that, that is so involved important. in the power and the speed. Um, and so, like, yeah, that's part of it. Now, a thirty-two round all prone stage. Maybe make it a sixteen round all prone stage, uh, and then it's not quite weighted quite as heavily. Uh, and and maybe that's maybe that would be a little bit better compromise. I actually think a lot of their stages would get more interesting if they took rounds out. Like they, they, there's this need that they need to have 32 rounds and everything. If yeah. they would take some rounds out of it, then then the stages become more interesting. You don't think a 14 stage match should have 395 or 96 rounds or whatever it was? I mean, it seems. Ten of those stages were 32 rounds. Yeah, that that that's the one thing that I. I really dislike about several majors I've been to. It's just everything being a 28 to 32 round stage. I really like the short stages. Um, so that that's one thing that I, I dislike, but it's not because I don't feel like it's a good test of skill or anything. I just think they could be a little more creative with short stages. Uh, yeah, so keep going, Jeff. So we cut you off on the pro stage. What else? What else about your match? I don't know. I mean, I thought it was a pretty good match. Other than the memory stage, that that one was stupid. Okay. Oh no, no, no! It couldn't be. You just said it. everything was great. And Here, here's why it's stupid. And Jeremy and I talked about this. You can't show up and and shoot that stage. Like, you had to spend. I don't know. I guess if you were really good, you could probably do that in like. 20 or 30 minutes you probably maybe with could have nobody else on the stage yeah, yeah with nobody else there yeah but yeah if, if you showed up and and tried to do that in the five minute walkthrough it would either take you twice as long as everybody else and you'd shoot a ton of stuff twice or you would just end up not shooting a bunch of stuff uh, like that that was an impossible stage that that wasn't just difficult that was that was impossible, basically. Uh, so that I was a... like... Sorry, go ahead, Jeff. I didn't like that one. It, uh... Yeah, I didn't like that one. For me, that was kind of a stage that yeah. even after you walked it and you thought you had the stage plan down and you, you, know, you did, you still go... You're still like, I, I, I'm pretty sure I got them all. Like, the, you still, in the back of your mind, knew that yeah. there could be a chance that you just completely... For the last 
for the, the, the three hours that you spent walking that stage over two days that you could have actually just programmed the wrong freaking stage design or the stage well, plan. If, if, you for, if you forgot a target on a stage, it was 20, it was 25% of the, of the stage score. It was 40 points if you forgot a target, yeah. which is ridiculous when you, when you add what that stage is. It's not like you forgot an open target that you shouldn't pre it. And, you know, talking about something that's kind of dumb there, something I remembered, is Area 3 is really bad about, like, if they have what should be disappearing targets, like a drop turner, they'll put a shooting box that's 15 yards outside of your way to go shoot those targets, which I think is really dumb because it, it removes the option from that stage about whether or not you skip those, like, especially that drop turner stage they had. For a production yeah. gun... You could have you could have shot that stage with one reload if you skipped those targets, which might have might have added an option there. But yeah. once you've added once you've added those shooting boxes, I'm now essentially you've forced everyone shooting production to do a standing reload somewhere in that stage to shoot the rest of the steel. See, in my mind, those shooting boxes were is another example of how they were just trying to get you. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it oh, there's another way we can kind of get you, and I'm using get you a lot is is in a lot nicer way than saying screw you, because I wasn't sure that if they weren't trying to like screw you over and get you get you some penalties. Yeah. It just felt that way to me. I'm not saying that was but, their intention, but it just felt that I'm way. Just, I'm just meaning you you remove that shooting box and make those two targets disappearing targets. That stage is a lot more interesting. Yeah. Because it, ha- it has a co- it completely changes the dynamic of the stage and adds another option to it that was not there before, especially when you start talking like the low cap guns, like it would have completely changed it and made it interesting. Yeah, I I do agree. I agree on that. Like some disappearing stuff in general usually makes stages more interesting. Well, even you- even like the. That double dropout stage, you know, like we were talking about it afterwards and like something simple you could have done there is if you'd have made one of them, uh, one of them disappearing and one of them a headshot only, like that would have, con- it would have taken no extra work and it would have been far more interesting. Like if the first target would have been disappearing and the second one would be a headshot only, because it also would help out for the guys who are, who can't shoot it at the speed they need to. It would still leave the ability to shoot those without trying to reach down and get the reversed ropes because it makes sense to also reverse the ropes to add another gotcha to it. Did any of you guys grab the ropes? No, I shot four alphas on those things. I could see right over. We're just like plugging down on top of them. It was easy. It's easy. But being tall is a massive disadvantage otherwise. Except for that one stage. I would say more often than not, being tall in this sport is is a disadvantage. Like the best way. Oh, you I totally it is disagree. Your, no, no, your your typical like port, uh, like for me, like my ass is below my knee shooting through that port, and everybody else is in like a normal shooting stance. I'm like, this fucking sucks. No, dude, no, you're not that much taller than me, and. Being tall in this sport, like every lean is easier. Like every lean around a wall is easier. Like yeah, you I'm, can take longer strides. Being tall in this sport is definitely. Like I'm I'm sorry, but like go look at the super. All of, like 
There are a few short guys on it, but basically they're all six two and bigger. Uh, yeah. Being tall in this sport is definitely an advantage. Ex- except I'm except just now. bigger upper body as well. Except for the open super squad, everyone on that squad's like five six to five eight and like one fifty to one sixty, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you guys? Are y'all co- going back next year? Uh, I will likely shoot it because it is my area match. I will only count open, but it's not. What were you saying, Jared? <laughs> I said I will likely shoot it because it is my area match, and I want to shoot my area match. But if it was not my area match, I would absolutely not go. Jeff? Yeah, so next year is supposed to be like the last year that it's possibly going to be crazy right well okay i was going to say this at the last i was going to say this at the last uh, after everybody answered but i've heard this from uh i heard this while i was there from someone um working the match and they said i don't know if this is a joke or what but they said that they're since that's the case this is going to be the last year they are going to take the last several years of stages that were the most hated and that's going to be the entire match yeah, I, I would, I would sure. absolutely show up for that. <laughs> I don't think Sherwin will actually do that. So I probably, right now, I don't plan on going back because I'll get pissed off at that. You got to defend your title, man. Hey, I mean, but again, I want to reiterate I thought the staff was great. Uh, I actually, in some ways, that was the best match I've ever shot, uh, in some ways. The way it was ran. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been shooting some good matches, but the staff was great. One thing I really liked, I'm going to get laughed at when I say this, but it's big on me, is like if a shooter questions a shot, um, I really liked that every RO that I've seen this happen to, and it was multiple shooters, the first thing the RO did was pull out an uh, overlay and just and, and didn't have an issue with doing that. And for me, that's a big deal because I've seen a lot of sometimes at some matches where it's like, how dare you question me? And I don't know if that's maybe just my earlier days and maybe that's just the way I remember it, but... Um, Last couple of matches I've been seeing the ROs have been really great with that aspect, and not, that's something I just think is a big deal for me. Yes, generally speaking, they get a very good RO crew for that match. Uh, Sherwin gets a good crew, and he, and he runs a good match. Like stuff moves smoothly. You don't see a ton of backups. Like, I mean, he, keep, he keeps the match flowing and everything. So, the, as far as like the match management side of it, stuff they do an excellent job. Really, my issues with the match purely come down to the flavor of what what I think is enjoyable to shoot compared to what Sherwin's building for the shooters. Yeah. Sherman, so, you going to go next year? Uh, yeah, so I, like, I'd like to talk about my match. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Ask me about my match. Golly. Well, we, we knew enough about your match. It was slightly worse than Jeff's. <laughs> that's, that's true. Jeff cheated you. That's true. Jeff Jeff swindled me. That's that's definitely definitely true. Um, so for me, area three, like like I do talk a little bit of crap about area three, but normally area three stages, like at other matches, would really make me mad. Like like they like they make me mad to the point that I'm like pissed off to like that. Why would you put this in a match? This is dumb. Like in it like in it, it actually makes me mad. For whatever reason, for me, area three, like I've just accepted it that that's what it is uh, going there. And it doesn't make me as mad as it as it normally does, and so 
I actually kind of go there. Like this is, I don't, I don't want, I'm afraid to say this because I don't want to encourage stage designers at area three, but I almost go there like as a training tools, like, okay, like if you can deal with the crazy weird stuff at area three, then you're probably going to be fine at, at most other matches that you go to. Um, and so like there's, there is that little bit of just like, like almost everybody, if you haven't heard of the pool noodle stage, I think it's three years old now. It's been three years since they've had the pool noodle stage. And it, that was one of the worst, most dangerous stages I've ever seen. Like, I mean, it was, it was seriously, seriously dangerous. Um, and that yet, was like, the dumbest stage I've ever seen. That that probably is that's that's up there as one of the dumbest stages ever. And I think they were I think they re- I think they recognize that that was a really dumb thing. Um, I could be wrong, but I think that they do. But it's like, man, like that's the stage. Like everybody's like people are still talking about the pool noodle stage. Um, so like like if to me, yes, I'm going back next year. Like there's like if it's gonna be just like crazy stupid. Like I almost want to be there to experience it just so that I can say like, it's almost like, Hey, where were you when area three in 2021 <laughs> happened? Like, like it's, it, I mean, it's, it's like almost like, well, I guess, I don't know. Like it, I feel like kind of going like, I don't know. So I, I will be, I will be there. Um, I, I, I will say, and this has absolutely nothing to do with the stage or anything like that. Like day two of this match was probably one of the most fun times I've had shooting a match. Um, cause Jeff and I were tied going into the, the second day. I'm sorry, Jeff. I slided you. Jeff was up by 0. 0.08 points. So he, we were not tied. He was leading. Winning's uh, winning. He was, he was winning. Um, and he, and he maintained that lead. Um, but like, I mean, we were, you know, I was watching scores. Uh, I was watching the incorrect score cause he told me the wrong scores, but we were watching scores and there, you know, it was, it was a back and forth of, Hey, you're up, you know, after the first stage, it's like, I thought you, like, I think you're up by, by 30. Um, the next stage, I, I made up some ground. It was like maybe like a 12 point lead. And then he got a couple back and then I got a couple back, you know, we come into the last stage and it's the hardest stage of the match, the memory stage. And, and I'm thinking Jeff has a 14 point lead. And, and like, and I told Jeff before we even shot that stage, I said, it's like, dude, this is, this is probably like, irregardless of what happens, like, this is what. I'm sorry, my German Shepherd is, he needs it. He's wanting attention. Go on, Kenobi, go on, go on. Uh, but, uh, you know, like, like that's that's what we shoot it for is, is to try and get in those situations where it's like, okay, I have to perform now to win, or if I don't, then I'm going to lose. Um, and I have not gotten to have a ton of, because I've not gotten to shoot against my competition, like on the same squad like that, that often where that we where we can really go back and forth on that state like back and forth stage to stage and man normally last stage of a match like that's when you're like the most like chilled like you're chilled out like it's it's no big thing like you're completely comfortable and dude the last stage of this match was there was i mean i think jeff is probably agrees would be on the same page as me maybe not he just kind of a calm dude but I mean, like there was, I think I was more nervous in the last stage than I was the first stage as far as just like, like apprehension and that sort of stuff. And, you know, Jeff shot a, I thought I had a points to make up and Jeff shot an okay stage. Like his time was decent, but it was a little sloppy on points. It's like, okay, I need to make up 15 match points. So it's like, I don't know if I can, 
I don't know that I can just shoot a, so I was like, okay, I'm going to push a little bit. I'm going to push what I know I could do in practice and we'll see if the wheels fall off. Uh, and unfortunately I had a shot. It's, we were shooting major. It was eight, 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 eight. So it was, you know, you had one, one round left for the whole match on the first array. I just broke a shot early in between two, in between targets, like just in the transition a shot broke early. It was, I was trying so hard mentally to like rein it back in. And then I got to like the third, the third position and, and required a makeup on something. I, I don't know what I, I did. Something is like, Oh no, now I've got to make an extra load somewhere. It, it the train fell off the tracks on the last stage and, and Jeff Comfley walked to a, a nice, a nice blizzard uh at my expense at that point <laughs> but it was but it was fun like it was that that part of it uh that part of it was a ton of fun um so i hope to be like uh, i hopefully jeff and i jeff needs to stay in single stack hopefully um we'll get to shoot more matches together uh and against each other and hopefully i can be in that position more um you know like there's lots of people as far as do you watch scores do you not watch scores man i watch scores like I want to because like it was more fun like it was I mean and it I mean it influenced how I shot like there were there was a couple stages on the last days like especially after stage one I thought I was down 30 points and the next stage was like a hoser stage and it was like okay you gotta absolutely just hammer down on this because there's not gonna be a ton of ground to make up and probably shot more aggressive than I would have if I hadn't have known what the score was like okay I have to go hammer down here. Um, so that was, that was fun. Uh, trying to, trying to do that and trying to, to try to keep up and see where you're at. Um, yeah, it made it, it made it a sport where the, where you're actually competing against somebody rather than just, just against the stage. I know you're just shooting against the stage. Like you're, you're not, but, but it was, it was competition against somebody. And, and I, and I really enjoyed that. So that part of it was cool. Yeah. It was good, and that last stage was, it was a nail biter for sure. Because I was, you know, we thought that I was like maybe twelve points ahead going into the last stage, and so I was what like, were you? I, I was know, up I by think, seven points. Oh, you you actually did the the real math? Yeah, I was up by seven points. You Jeff did. told me on the after the first <laughs> stage, which was the prone stage of the second day, he told me he had a four nine hit factor. And I had a 4-0, and I was like, well, crap, that's – or like a 4-1. Like, so I was like, dang, I gave up 20% on this stage. So I thought I was down by 30 points to start the day. Well, no, he had a 4-5, and I had a 4-1. And it was like, okay, I was down 16 points. And it – And then you made it all up on the very next And I made, it, I made all of that up on the second stage, but I thought I was still down 15 points. And so, so then that yeah. – the what I thought I was down on the last stage, I was actually up, in which case I would have known, okay, just coast. Um, but would not, you have gone as, on. would you have gone as hammer down on stage two? Yes. I still would have gone hammer down on stage two. You think? Yeah. Cause you shot that, like you aced that one. Like it yeah. was, it was like half a second faster than me and one Charlie. Well, I thought, no, I was actually, well, I thought you had shot that stage. It was the stage two? Was that the worm stage? The no, snake that was, one. That was stage like twelve. Oh, oh, you're talking. Oh, you're talking about stage two. Stage two. Y- yeah. yeah, I meant I meant our second stage of the day. 
Right. But both of both of those stage two and the snake stage, both of those, like you had shot before me and you shot like you didn't make a mistake. You, you were you were doing what you needed to do as a front runner. Like you were just shooting really solid, not making mistakes. And I was like, OK, like he left me no room to like there was there was no room to make up ground. It was like my only choice is to just hit it as hard as I can and and try to like eyes wide open try to pay attention the whole time try to make good pull the trigger straight back both times um and i was able to do that for those two stages which was yeah. which was cool um it was fun and you know every time i have done that in the past uh compare scores and like uh really battle it out with somebody it's it's always fun like i think i don't want to do it because because nerves you know yeah. Like, no, I don't. I don't want the nerves. But every time I do it, it it is really fun. Yeah. So. Jeff and I kind of did that yesterday at a match. Yeah. Jeff had me on like the first five stages, and I just <laughs> five stages, whatever. He had me on the first three or four at least, and um, shooting and a single to... stack. No, he was shooting. Well, he was shooting limited ten, and this match, this match was set up to where. There was two stages where he was at an advantage because they were stand and shoot with mandatory reloads. Oh yeah, and and then so he had two stages that he was at an advantage. Yeah, and and then but they were all close. But and then he had um, the other stages. The reloads were so so far apart. It, it, I still think it's at a disadvantage, but it's not near as severe. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, he Jeff was shooting pretty good yesterday, but I had to lay the smack down on that ass. <laughs> and uh, he beat me. He beat me by like eight percent. So. Yeah, I did. But anyways, but uh, I didn't do that at Area Three. I, 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 I don't. I'm not a scorekeeper. Um, yeah, it is a lot of fun. Yeah, because it looks like you guys have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, I mean, Jeff had no option but to watch the scores because I was telling him after yeah, every stage. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, I didn't look up a single score. Yeah, okay. he wasn't. He wasn't <laughs> looking well. But I was. I was like, "What was your hit factor? What was your hit factor?" And then he would be uh, like. So. You're up by this many points. <laughs> yeah. You're getting in his head, messing with him. Yeah. So it didn't work. The the two things that really contributed to this this so sweet victory over Jeremy was <laughs> was beating him an incorrect hit factor, and then on the final stage, uh, the memory stage, I shot Jeremy's stage plan, which he gave me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you beat him by stage plan. <laughs> Uh, it was good. It was a really Wait, good. Wait, did match. you know you gave me the wrong hit factor on the first stage? No, I the didn't. Second day. No. Yeah. See, Jason tried to tell everybody that I gave him three no shoots yesterday too. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> "This RO gave me three no shoots." <laughs> I shot a stage that had no zero no shoots on the stage, and yet somehow I had three no shoots. Sounds but like something Jeff would do. It wasn't me. It wasn't. And no, <laughs> no, I did not purposefully give you the incorrect hit factor well I, that, boomer. so if jeff I think, and i were shooting yesterday and i kept i would ask jeff because i mean i was like man i can't get beat by jeff i can't get beat by jeff i can't get beat by jeff he's shooting a single not stack. A good feeling. it's not a good feeling well especially for me right because i mean i'm way better than him but <laughs> me yeah, uh, I, yeah. I understand that. <laughs> you know the feeling yeah but no but i, I was like i'm gonna hear shit from the guys i was like I can't get beat by him, and um, but I but but about after the fourth stage, I was like, shit, Jeff's gonna beat me. I was like, just go ahead and prepare yourself now, and I but I was like, 
I kept asking, hey, Jeff, what was your hit factor on that one? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so yeah, Jeff don't keep up with it. And so when Jeff tells you a number, it's probably not right because he's not really keeping track of it, which I don't actually keep track of it either. So the only thing I pay attention to is the time. I just want to know if I'm on pace. That's about it. He wants to be three seconds within three seconds of me. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I know I'm supposed to be within three seconds of Jason. But it was closer yesterday. It was like, if it was a field course, you know, it was like two seconds. So L10, it's a faster game, man. It's fast. Just turning up the heat, man. Yeah, Jeff shot good yesterday, man. He shot them stages, and it was, I was like, damn. Mm, that Dan Wesson bringing runs. You're saying I shouldn't have much confidence going into single-stack nationals? No, you're going to lose. <laughs> No, you and me, Jeremy, one and two. I mean, I'll be one, one but you can be two. <laughs> I would be okay being two if but anybody not, would not stop. Him. Well, actually, no, I'd be I'd be okay if if you if you're if you're one and I'm two, then you must have shot them like the match of your life. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I mean, that would be true. Uh, probably, if we were one and two, we both probably shot the best match. Uh, we, yeah, we had shot. Yeah, it would it point. would be more than like the match of my life. It would be like an out of body experience match. It would have to be someone else shooting. Oh, that's what I'm expecting for this match. I fully yeah. anticipate Jeff winning nationals and kicking him off the podcast. <laughs> I hope that happens. I say Jeff would be okay with that <laughs> for, for two reasons. He'd, he'd be a national champ, and he wouldn't have to do all the work on the podcast. <laughs> I think Those are would, all valid points. I think he would prefer to just – he would give up being national champ if it, even if it just meant not editing the podcast anymore. <laughs> uh, he might be right. He doesn't get an option on that. Mm. No, but I had a great time at Area 3. It was fantastic. I won. I beat Jeremy. Shit stomped him. It was it was it was a good weekend, uh, man. Jeremy just chauffeured me around. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. That's the that's probably even, the other thing that we should talk about. I didn't even navigate, guys. I don't just do not take Jeff on his to a match with you. Like we're sitting there, like, hey, where, what restaurant are you want to go to? Jeff's like, I don't know. It's like we'll find something. It's like okay. And like five minutes later, he hasn't found anything, so I have to get on my phone and find a restaurant and navigate it. It's like. Bro, like, do something over there. He took a nap on the way up there. I drove the whole way. He took a nap. He was super refreshed. Every morning, he got to take a nap to the range. He wasn't dealing with traffic. You know, like... You you have to to orchestrate... You have to orchestrate your victories, okay? You got got to take everything into account. So you're driving to Nationals then. That's that's (laughs) what we're figuring out. for For the listeners that don't know, Grand Island traffic... Is some of the worst in the country. <laughs> it's it so bad. Definitely, so bad. Definitely played to it. The level of stress that that twelve-minute drive from the hotel to the range can cause is just something else. With oh, all those and open then before, the, yeah, before no the second day, no cars. Jeff left my lights on in my car, and my battery was dead. So we had to get old Craig Tappy to come <laughs> give us a jump start. So there was a, there was a cat under the hood. <laughs> yeah, there was. There was a. We opened up, like, went to turn on the truck, and his dead battery. Uh, 
And we, so I popped the hood and we look in there and there's a cat just sitting underneath, like in my engine compartment, just, just sitting there. Uh, it's like, okay, well, I guess it probably a good thing that it didn't fire up because <laughs> that cat would have got caught in a flywheel or something. And that would have been pretty nasty. But, uh, so yeah, so that's area three. I look forward to, uh, next year's match and, uh, it should be Ooh. good. It's a, good, more it's a good start. This was the start of my season. That was my first match of the year, so that's a good start. Good start to the season. I look forward to the future matches. I just wish Boomer would have uh, joined us for the live podcast. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so that's another thing that we do need to, like, if people, like, enjoy the live podcast, we can probably do more of those if, if people want them, if they listen to them. We got some interaction, which was kind of cool. They're kind of fun to be able to have interaction while you're doing the chat so i like i like the lexus and hoppy interacting with us when they were like five groups down the hall yeah yeah we invited them to come be in it and then they just sat in the chat room and gave non-helpful suggestions the whole time no that that was really fun i don't really care if people didn't like it uh i think we should still do it (laughs) that's probably good good call jeremy jeremy's staying with us at high cap nationals so we're gonna have a house full of people we could definitely do something there yeah, that could be interesting. We need to get Corey. Like Corey's not a very good shooter. Well, Corey's Corey's <laughs> No, no. It's okay. Corey Corey is not a very good shooter. <laughs> but Corey actually Corey actually be it was pretty entertaining. So we need to Corey's have Corey fun. on the podcast. Corey's fun. Uh, Corey and Alexis are both and Matt are they're all those guys are hilarious. Just a good time to be around. Yeah. It's fun to travel with them all. And Corey's a professional driver, so that helps. That he saved y'all's life, right? Oh, he, that's he, another thing that happened at Area Three. Yes, he straight up saved us. Like, no, no, I thought we, we were in the podcast just on that. Just he straight up saved us in the podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell the story. So I was I was back at the wall at the back seat playing on my phone, and I think Alexis was sitting in the back with me, and we were both like just fucking around on our phones. And all of a sudden, like, Corey slams on the brake and it cuts hard right. And we look up and there's a, like, steel light pole in front of us or a deep ditch. And to our left is a car still coming out of the intersection. And we're on a highway running, like, 75. He somehow, like, went over, slowed down enough, and, like, weaved around the car without hitting them. I, I, could, I couldn't believe it. I, th- I thought we were either going to the ditch or hitting that guy. It was the closest call in a car I've ever been in. Daggum. UPS drivers got skills. Yeah, thank you, Corey. I mean... I think, thank you, Corey. I I was going to say, are we really thanking Corey? Yeah, because Matt was in the car. Yeah, Yeah, it would have been bad to lose Matt. Matt and Corey were in the car, so... Yeah, Matt's a cherished part of the sport, um, so we we wouldn't have lost Matt. Hashtag... Next, Prez? Yes. Hashtag Hoppy for Prez. Mm, I don't yeah. think he knows it yet, but if we, when we just start the campaign here, he'll have at least six voters. We're going to enter him without him knowing. Hashtag, everybody hashtag can't stop the hop. There we go. That's going to be his campaign slogan. Can't stop the hop. All right. Uh... We've got a guest coming on. I think maybe the next one we got Eddie Garcia. 
uh, open gun builder. So we'll be looking forward to that. He's agreed to come on. And so we will have him on in one of the next couple of podcasts, hopefully the next one. So I'll be looking forward to that. And uh, peace. Cool. Oh, stop recording, damn it. <laughs>